to three to one. Okay. Uh, dear friends, hello, hello, hello. We have a very charming person with us who is changing all the system of education in the world. And if you tell me, Olga, what do you think about Mark Pransky? For me, this person is thinking beyond. He is beyond education. He is beyond human imagination. He is thinking from different angles. So for me, I think it is a very big visionary person. He is award-winning, globally acclaimed, practical visionary whose focus on the world's two billion kids. Imagine it or not, he is the author of eight books. He is very influential in the field of education. And for me personally, I like that guest very, very much. Thank you, Mark, for being with us. My, my first question, my first question to you, um, what the world needs from education right now? A lot of people are disappointed in this education at all. I'm talking about parents who are very tired of online education. I'm talking about students who doesn't like computers, who don't want to sit in the house pretending they are studying in the universities. I'm talking about teachers who are also tired of all this, what's going on. So tell me, please, your opinion about that. I feel your pain, Olga, and I feel the pain of all the people that you're talking about. What I think the world needs at this point is to move from educating our kids. That was something that we did through the 20th century and was very important to us. Now we need to move to empowering our kids because we live in a different time and they are going to live in a different time from the 21st century going forward. And if they are empowered, they will be able to do things that people, young people, people, I was going to say, people that we were, that you and I were, could never do before. And that's what we need to encourage. Uh, tell me, please, encourage. Uh, you know, uh, I watched one of your interviews and you said that it's not something unbelievable. Kids just need respect, trust. They need to be independent and they need for us to believe in them. So what do you think how to, because it sounds like unrealistic, it sounds like a miracle, it sounds like a fairy tale, it sounds like easy but very difficult to achieve. Give us please some, some tips, please. Well, it's a refocus because what we do now and what we've done up till now is say we are the adults, we're going to tell the kids what we want them to do and what they need to do. What the refocus is to say the kids who now have new powers, new technology, and especially new beliefs can tell us what's needed. We can work together to help them accomplish things that make their world a lot better. And there are three steps to that. We can first help them find out who they are, which we don't do a very good job of today. We can say, what are your dreams? What are your concerns? What are your passions? What are your strengths? And how are you unique? The second thing that we can do is then apply that to real world problems, to making the world a better place. We can do that through projects while they're young in something called empowerment hubs, and we can do it to helping them find meaningful work as they get older. And finally, we can help them realize their dreams, not our dreams, 
but their dreams for what the world should be. Mark, uh, you mentioned the word project, and I noticed that in many of your interviews and articles, you mentioned this word, that this word, project, project, project. You say that kids they cannot learn by books; they can learn, they cannot learn sitting and being lectured. Uh, why projects are that important? The switch is to say, from the past. You had to learn, 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 and then when you were an adult, eventually you could do things. That's not true anymore. Now you can start doing things, and in the process, you learn the things you know, not all the preparation that we have decided you need in advance. So learning is important, but it's not the goal. The goal is accomplishment. That's really a big switch, and in order to accomplish, you need something to accomplish, which means you've got to figure out some kind of project which makes your world better as you see it. It could be your local world, it could be your country world, it could be the whole world, but you have to decide what to do that will make something better, as opposed to sitting in a classroom and receiving what everybody says you needed from the past. Uh, so you think that we should be more practical? They should do something with their hands. They should think how they can use their talents to do some concrete projects that will empower kids. And actually, I think we can also use that for ourselves by doing projects. We can fulfill our mission. Is it something like this, or? Yes, it is. And the word practical, unfortunately, has gotten a bad uh, connotation. So you say practical, and then you think about technical schools, and you think about lesser people. But the the whole world learns in order to accomplish. Nobody cares that Elon Musk learned a lot about rocketry. He learned that because he wants us to go to Mars, and that is the important goal that he keeps in mind. It's not the learning. That was the big mistake of 20th century education. They made it all about the learning. In the 21st century and going forward, it's going to be all about the accomplishment. And this is not just at at low levels. This is for everybody, even the highest levels, uh, such as Elon Musk. I see. So let's say if we talk about the gardener who is taking care about the plants. You don't care how many years he studied about that plants to take care about them. You just care. Can he do it? Can he take care of his roses? Will these roses grow or they will die? It, to say it in a very easy words, is it something like that? That's that's the goal. Now along the way, he may need to learn some things about plant food and what and roses and things like that. But he or she needs to be looking at the goal of saying we need good, thriving roses, not I need to learn a whole bunch of stuff. I see, because maybe even you can learn 100 years, but if you cannot accomplish anything, it is just the process, and this process is not accomplished. And it's just for you. I call that an achievement. You can learn, you can achieve lots of things. You can become the valedictorian of your school. You can get prizes, but those are for you. Accomplishment is for you and other people. 
so that at least one other person benefits from the fact that you are on this planet. I see. So it's all about us and about connecting the worlds and connecting the people. Then it's become for everybody and then it's become precious. And the interesting thing is this is the first generation that is connected across the planet. That never happened in the past. And it's going to increase and increase and increase. So now we don't have to have, for example, schools locally. We can have empowerment hubs that bring in kids from all over the world that have similar interests. And so it's the first time that we have a, a horizontal look at all two billion of the world's kids. You wrote a book and it's called, uh, not only a book, you are actually the author of the new terminology that never existed in this world before, and it is called Digital Native. You talk about digital native uh, people. These are the kids who cannot imagine their life without, without technology. Who are these digital natives? That was 20 years ago, and it's only increased. And what I see happening is that people are changing. Humans are becoming, at different rates in different places, symbiotic human hybrids. So part of us is machine-like, and part of us is biologically human-like. And the real challenge that we have in the 21st century with our kids is to put those together in a wise and useful way. Uh, tell me, please, is it possible to exclude the teacher because of uh, AI and because of all, of all the robotics? Maybe we don't need educators and teachers anymore. I think kids need adults. They will always need adults for guidance. But teachers, and I love teachers, and they are wonderful people, but they are now in a dying profession. The problem is that putting information into kids' heads needed a person in the past, and now YouTube can do it almost as well. And so we need a new role for the people who want to help kids. And that role is more, much more of a guide. We need to guide kids to self-understanding, which we don't do well. We need to guide kids in their projects so that they can accomplish what they want to accomplish. That's a great role for adults, but it's not the traditional teacher's role. Uh, Mark, in the beginning of the interview, you said that this is the new generation and that you, they can do something new that me and you possibly doesn't know how to do. What is that? What are you talking about? <laughs> Well, think about it. If, if you are a kid today and you have access to technology, then you can complete projects. There's a lists and there are databases all over the internet that I can point people to of things that kids have done. Kids have been diagnosing disease. Kids have been looking at the pollution and trying to clean it up and working to do this and having success at doing this. But it's not only the technology, it's also the belief that they can. And this is something new in the world, that the kids think that they can, they know that they can, they connect with the technology that they have, and they do, and they accomplish. 
And because our kids know that they can accomplish or they hear about it or they see it on TV or they see it on YouTube or wherever it is, or they just talk to each other about it, they want to accomplish. They want to get things done that are positive. And even in the 17th century, Thomas Carlyle said, nothing builds self-esteem and self-confidence like accomplishment. So you think that the new generation of these kids who are connected with the technology, they have better self-esteem and self-confidence because they can accomplish projects? Well, I think that's what we should strive to make happen. I'm writing a new book, which is now I decided it's going to have two. It's going to be two books. One for the adults is going to be called Empower Them Now. And the one for the kids is going to be called Empower Yourself Now. And hopefully <laughs> we'll sell those in, uh, to families so they can both read them and to schools and to all these people so that the kids know what they can do and what they should do. And the adults know how best to help the kids do it. So in a way, but by these two books, you're aiming to help both. You want to help parents to find the, the bridge to their kids and you want to help kids how to find the way to empower themselves, even without parents, if parents have some hesitations. Of course, you said at the beginning that everybody is feeling the pain, that the parents are feeling the pain, the teachers are feeling the pain, and the kids are feeling the pain. And of course, then the politicians are feeling the pain because they hear from everybody. So this is a way for us all to move forward and for us all to work together. If we had something called empowerment hubs in the world, in addition to or instead of schools, then our kids could go there and accomplish the parents and the teachers and the adults can all help the kids become more empowered and everybody will benefit. Uh, Mark, how are you planning to, to build this empowerment uh, hubs? I now get very interested in that. What is your plan? Are you going to build like Elon Musk, the spaceship with this hub or it will be everywhere? What is the plan? I am not going to build them because people already are building them. They just don't call them necessarily empowerment hubs. But I can point to place to people in Dubai, in probably Moscow, in, in Europe, in America, in Asia, who are already doing things where kids do primarily projects and feel empowered. What I'm trying to do is unite these into a movement that gives a parent a choice. So they don't have to send their kid to 20th century school anymore. We all know that that is fading and it's not doing the job we want it to do, but we can do the job we want to do with empowerment hubs. This is actually very interesting. And my last question to you, do we need a lot of educated people? Because now these educated people cannot find a job at all. What we need is empowered people. And those people not, don't just find jobs, they create jobs. They figure out where they can contribute and how they can contribute. And they get together with people from around the world in teams and they start doing this. We don't know how income is gonna come in the future, whether it'll be guaranteed or whether people will do it. But we know that it won't be jobs it will still be work that is meaningful to you. 
Uh, Mark, uh, yes, it was my last question, and now it's really last, last question. Why are you so optimistic? I can see that your mood is good and that you're feeling that there is a very nice outcome. I think that's why you're creating books. That's why you are thinking about parents and about kids. That's why you like educa education. What is the source of your optimism? I love kids, and what I think has been missing is that Nobody looks at a kid and says, you are a special, unique individual, and I can help develop you to be the person that you should be. And that's where we need to go in the future. And if we do that, and if our teachers do that, our parents do that, if uh, the results will be enormous because the kids will all feel empowered and feel like they can accomplish things. And the adults will say, oh, look at them. Just like every parent now that I meet looks at their kid and they say, let me tell you about the wonderful thing my kid has been able to do. I'm so shocked. Well, why are we shocked? We're shocked because we couldn't do it, but they can and we need to empower them to be able to do this. This is so wonderfully said. Really, your speech has a lot of optimism and I wish good luck to your books because I think bridging their cultures, bridging the education, bridging parents and kids who need a lot of support nowadays, they need to be empowered both sides, parents and kids. I think this is actually very, very right thing to do. And what we are bridging is not, we're, we're bridging those people, but we're really bridging the 20th and the 21st century because we've had a huge change with the technology, with the things that we can do, with the view of the world that we now have. And so we have a big, what I call a big beliefs divide between one generation and the other. Kids believe they can do stuff that parents didn't think they could do, so they don't believe the kids can do. If we overcome that, it will be wonderful. It's like we ignored half the world for a very long time, or the power of half the world with women, right? They're half the world, and we didn't do that. Well, if you turn that 90 degrees, half the world is kids, more or less. And we can't ignore their power because that's what's going to help us move forward as humanity and they're going to be the only people around in the future and their kids and their kids. So we need to go there. Uh, I think, Mark, you're a big supporter of kids and you are very, very young. What you're saying is very progressive. It's very fresh. Uh, and I would like to thank you with that because, you know, it sounds like a very, very smart kid saying that you are the representative of them. And that's great when they can have the voice. Because normally adults, they support adults. But you also manage to go into their side and to say on, the be on behalf of them. And that is very precious. Thank you. It is my Thank pleasure. Thank you so much. And I hope, we will, I hope this will mo motivate kids to say it for themselves. Because I can't be the only one in the world who's saying this. And I hope that the adults will listen and that we can bridge that gap that we talked about. Thank you so much. I hope so. so I hope also. And Hidden Hero will be happy to support you in that. Because for us, you are really...